That's the point where you're just like, oh my God, who am I anymore? Like, like I said, give me a reason to act crazy. <laughs> I just need one. Just like literally just need the slightest bit and I'm ready to pop up. What's up, guys? Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name is Adam. And I'm Lewis. Oh, how you doing today, Lewis? Oh, my God. We went out till like 4.30 last night, which yeah. is, which I was like, I looked at the, I looked at my phone. And I was like, why is it so fucking late? <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up at tw- like 12.30 and you're like, hey, how's the weather? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I haven't opened my eyes yet. I was like, I oh, think gosh. it's okay. You could always, I could always tell like how ridiculous I was by like Mm -hmm. how much my legs hurt. Oh God. So, so usually it's like certain parts, but this time it's just like whole body. And I was like, well, I know what I did last night. Was it full cardio or just like, oh no, it was full cardio. (laughs) Like, cause I legit remember people, cause it was like me and Katie were walking around the bar. We finally went back to Moretti's after like a three week hiatus. So back home. And so this one lady goes, she just stops me. She goes, I love you. I love your whole vibe. And I was like, my vibe? I was like, thanks. Then some other lady, some other lady and her like boyfriend came on the dance floor and they wanted to dance with us. And I was like, no, I have full, I have full choreography. Leave me alone. This is not a group dance. (laughs) Fuck. How are you? I'm well, I'm, I'm a little tired. Also, I had a few friends over for brunch yesterday and it just, it, it always turns into a full, a full day thing. (laughs) Um, it cracks me up. Uh, a friend of mine was like, went to the restroom and an hour later I was like, so should we check on him? It's it's been an hour and his phone is in the kitchen. So I know he's not just like chilling. Yeah. So what time was it? It was like 630 and he had just fully passed out on the floor in my bathroom. Oh, been there, girl. Because we I mean, we went through eight bottles of champagne and kava and then uh, hey. Bloody Mary's everything. It was a good day. Uh, when he <laughs> when he finally day. woke up, he came out. He was like, I feel so refreshed. <laughs> I'm ready whole, for round two. I got nap. the second yeah, He was like, I'm ready to go. He was like, your fucking brunches, man. They always are just like, <laughs> I'm like knocked out before 8 p.m. See, I told okay, you guys, didn't we talk about this? Don't drink with Adam. He's going <laughs> to kill you. You're going to end up dead in his bathroom. <laughs> Is that how you want to go out in a bathroom? <laughs> you don't want that kind of life, guys. But uh, yeah, let's jump into some articles I found this week. Oh, we're jumping. Okay. Did you see where New York, this was earlier in the month, New York uh, announced that they, they're allowing like the new ID cards. I did. Yeah. New York now has a third gender option on his ID cards and Jackie, the first person to take the, the X, uh, yeah. the non-binary gender marker out magazine posted a, a video interview with them. And we, we tweeted that, retweeted go. that rather. Yeah. Uh, on the on the fucking Twitter <laughs> at Perfect Podcast <laughs> at Perfect Podcast. Uh, so that that was really cool, and that was you know not long after they announced they're also adding the the non-binary on the birth certificates as well. I mean, I like listening to the the mayor that was talking about it because she was like, yeah. "There's discrimination in there," and I was like, "I never thought of that," and I was like, "You're right though." Right. So like, I'm glad that they're finally we're, t- we're finally taking action, you know, in this crazy world that it is, and I'm also like, it's about time. You know, like, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so true. Like, it's it's literally forcing individuals to choose a sex when, you know, they either identify as one or the other or not none at all. So, yeah. 
Also, uh, Scruff's new photo policy. It's kind of following up all of the the Tumblr bans and everything that went down with Tumblr because of the the FOSTA, SESTA Mm -hmm. uh, bills that passed. This was this was an article on Tal Road, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how to say it. I just read the articles. I'm just here for the pictures. (laughs) I'm just here to look at photos. Not that I'm not allowed to look at it. But everyone is kind of freaking out about it because I mean it's it's the first steps essentially to like LGBT censorship. Yeah. It's censoring profile photos now. So you can't be in jock straps. You can't be in underwear. You can't even be in swimwear. You can't be in like speedos or anything in your profile photo now. And it's, it's all based on the app stores terms mm-hmm. of service. You know, all of these apps and everything, whether it's a hookup app or a dating app, they have to abide by the stores that you're downloading, like the Apple store, the iStore, whatever. Yeah, You can't get mad at someone like Scruff for having to abide by these guidelines, but... It's it's just another level of censorship. You can't have any sort of like crotch. What does this say? <laughs> Applies to all styles of apparel in which the crotch or growing area is highlighted or outlined. Hey, you <laughs> you have to be so PC and even like your fucking profile photo on a hookup app now. Well, I want to. Like, I wonder if that's going to stretch towards like straight folk, like girls. Like, I wonder if that's still going to happen because obviously, like like Tinder and stuff. Like, I wonder if that's going to hit it too. And I don't I don't know the straight app, so nobody mm. at me about it. Like. <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to show. I don't know if there's an app where you can show highlight your crotches too. I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. Like all of the other apps have kind of already been abiding by these these guidelines. You can't show too mm. much of this or that. But I mean, that is that's actually a good point. I wonder how much you know because girls love to post their bikini yeah. pictures and everything, and like, especially yeah, when because you can you can link your your Instagram on your profile on Tinder. So I'm curious yeah. how much the censorship will extend to those types of things. Not even just, you know, like you said, girls, but even guys, I mean, yeah. guys, gays. I don't know how the straight boys roll. Maybe they want to roll those board shorts down. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know how you straight men get just rolling sexy. them up like Sophie shorts. <laughs> like, like just right above. I'm like, Ooh, look at you. So fun. Just like one inch above the knee. Oof. Oof. So scandal. So scandal. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you boys roll, but. Again, at, don't at me. I don't. Really, right. I don't really. But know. it's okay. it's the biggest concern is all of this trickling down to just complete censorship. And there, there's obviously good things behind these bills, with, you know, to prevent sex trafficking and all of those things. But it the verbiage is so vague that it's it's going to start to just affect everything, especially parts of the queer community that is just like so sex positive and the hookup culture and everything. Basically, going to start leading to porn censorship next. Uh, which is going to be very interesting. Well, because even the like the people that are trying to shut it down, like they love their porn too. Like they were always like the red states are the ones that love their fucking porn the most, and they love their mm-hmm. like interracial porn the most, even though they're racist. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know what to tell you about your self hatred and shit. Like, uh. so there's like I get, I get, like I mean, I don't get it, but like I kind of get it. Like you said, terms of service, whatever. But like, right. but like the stuff on Tumblr that was being banned, especially art, like that's the part that right. got me. Like if it's art, fine. I, but like, yeah. I don't know. But like you said, like the sex trafficking and stuff like that, that's where it gets dicey and I get it. And I know like kids are getting younger or like they're younger and younger and are like catfishing on apps and stuff. So like, I get it. Yeah. But I'm also like, come on. It also took away my favorite form of entertainment, and it's it's what it's most well known for. Ending is the Craigslist personal section. Oh <laughs> That's yeah, my favorite thing to go and read. Mm. <laughs> like those things are so like 
salacious and just mm. like sexy and creepy and awkward. And the things that people are just so willing to ask for just like in a Craigslist personal was just my favorite, like just like make some coffee, sit down on the patio and just like read the Craigslist personal section. Wow. What a wild morning. Jesus. Such a good way to start your day. God, so, so, so some people are like Folgers in your cup and this one's going straight up like <laughs> fisting. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Nothing like starting your day off with some fisting. Well, there we go. We already ruined the fisting count. (laughs) (laughs) We're back back to zero. We're literally at negative two now. (laughs) Um, And then another article that I saw on Mm. Out.com, Kate Hudson... Yeah. <laughs> she no, she's fine in this situation. It's just this article is written by Heron Walker again. It was for out.com. Kate Hudson did an interview with AOL talking about raising her children and her daughter. <laughs> and she she was basically talking about how she's not imposing like gender norm roles on her no. daughter. She's already got two boys and she's just not trying to force any sort of stereotypical female bullshit on her daughter. She's just letting her live and whatever. So everyone immediately ran with Kate Hudson's raising her daughter to be genderless. And (laughs) the headline in this article, the quote unquote genderless baby news cycle strongly suggests that no one knows what words mean. (laughs) The second line, cis people, can they read? No. No one actually like read the article, the interview that she had because she didn't say anywhere at all that she's raising the baby to to be genderless. She's just not raising her to, she's not imposing all of the gender normative She's not roles. putting labels on her baby. Right. Um, it's not even like she's saying they, you know, using they or them pronouns yeah. with her daughter. It, she's just not like making her play with Barbies or making her, like Literally. if she wants to wear a dress, she can wear a dress, but yeah. if she doesn't want to, you know, she's, she's not going to give a shit. <laughs> I like that though. Cause I have a little girl in my class. Like she's super, like her parents are awesome and they like she gets to choose whatever the fuck she wants to do and she is a spitfire like this girl she's like my my spiritual successor i look at her and she's like ready to fight everybody and then she Mm -hmm. like chooses i remember she came in she got some new shoes and i was like oh look at those shoes and they were these like monster like green fuzzy shoes and her mom was like yeah she picked those out i was like sick and then <laughs> sick for ha- shoes brah right and then for halloween she wanted to be a spider so she like rolls Ooh. up in the spider costume with like six arms and she still wears it every weekend and just like hangs on her spider costume i'm like that's that that's my girl that's my girl that. literally j- jumping on beds and like wanting to tackle her dogs like, <laughs> she's a i told you she's Poor a dog just being tackled by a spider and here she comes toodaloo so, Lewis, do you consider yourself to be a jealous person? Uh, in certain aspects, yes. Uh, relationship, totally. Not totally. I think I'll, I'll explain why I don't think I fully am anymore. Um, in regards to my friends, I think it's more mm-hmm. like possession jealousy. But like now that all my best friends are like cuffed and ready and like married and shit, I'm like, OK, they're here to stay. They pass the test. <laughs> I can't. I can't pull I can't them out keep, of here. Well, I mean, it, I was thinking about it, and like, <laughs> it brings me back to Christmas when I like gave Kaylee Red Dead Redemption, and like, I did it because Katie obviously is not going to top that gift, but also I'm also going to get, I'm also going to have my best friend back a little more. So I was like, ha, double jealousy, double win. Oh my god! So, that, so it was just the whole the game. The game was laid out. <laughs> plan was laid and done well the thing is like i don't get jealous over things that people have like possessions and shit like when people put stuff on instagram they're like oh got a car got a house got a baby got a boyfriend a girlfriend i'm like ah cool and like it just and it just so happened i'm so happy that this week it lets me add to our playlist uh ariana grande released seven rings 
which is my fucking jam. And like, I I just really, I just, you know, just like really relate to it. Not in the sense that I have any sort of money, but the the, the fact that I've, (laughs) that I've, that I've like literally worked for everything that I've gotten. So like, if I see that somebody has something and I'm like, oh, I like that or, oh, I want it. Like I see it. I like it. I get it. Or I want it. I get it. Like. I just have to, I know I have to work for it. Like everything in my life, I've had to fucking fight for it. So I'm like, I don't get jealous that easily. I also don't want to like jump into like four different topics at one time. So I'm trying to <laughs> stop myself. Do you consider yourself a jealous person, Adam? Uh, not, not naturally, not in general. I can be mm-hmm. a very jealous person. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Same. I'm, I'm also very self-aware. Uh, mm-hmm. and that allows me to, to keep things in check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a history. There was, you know, my early relationships were, were a little bit of train wrecks and mm. I definitely derailed a lot of them with, with jealousy. And so again, that's, those were things that I learned from and I'll, I'll get into some of those stories later in the episode, but I, I, ca- I can definitely be jealous. Uh, most of my jealousy is probably more professional or okay. with endeavors. I'm uh, not as much in relationships anymore because I just kind of mm-hmm. keep that in check. And again, like you were saying with friendships, I used to be very jealous with my friends, but now I I'll just throw off a cunty remark here and there. It's just like, oh, thanks for the invite. You know, some shit like that. Wow. But, but now I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> you know, they're they're either my friends or they're not. What am I going to do? Like, I can't berate someone into being my friend more than someone else. So, you know, just I mean, let you, some of that I mean, shit go. I, mean, I guess can. you can. I mean, you can. I was <laughs> say, I've been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> been there, done that. So a lot of jealousy, it comes from a place of fear, Uh, fear that we won't succeed or that we won't find love. Also, like feeling like we need to to get our share that we need this, quote unquote, specific thing to be happy. And it usually results in us feeling like we weren't getting what we deserve. And a lot of people, I think, confuse competitiveness with jealousy. Oh, definitely. I am definitely a competitive person. I'm extremely competitive. Are you you the person that like likes games and like gets super competitive in them and like goes off. 100%. And I try <laughs> to clarify that. I try to make it clear. No, you are though. I've like, I even in like non compet like in games, like I've seen you play, you do get, you do get salty a little bit. You do get a little aggressive. Oh yeah. I get very salty. Mm-hmm. I get very aggressive. <laughs> Mario Kart, for example, like if I'm not at least second place, I'm pissy the whole night. Oh, okay. But yeah, so not, not even just games though, like professional work environments, uh, I get very competitive and I want to, I want to be the one with the most praise. I want to be the one like recognized for the entire team's effort. It's like, good job ever, team, but especially Adam. <laughs> ever since, ever since he won that day, the keyboard elf contest, he's been uh, on a, on a war path. <laughs> that started at all. <laughs> fucking Keebler elf coloring contest. Those fucking little elves through the Launched my career into competitive coloring. <laughs> competitive coloring. <laughs> What's well? What's the most psycho thing you've ever done out of jealousy? I don't know. Like I was thinking about it, and like I said, like I don't get jealous of those type of things. I think we'll go into. Okay, I think this is a good bridge to it. Like I told you guys, I dated somebody that was like super into himself. I think I told the story that he had like a secret Instagram that I didn't know about. Oh, and so uh, every time he'd be like, "Don't be jealous, don't be this," and then I find the secret Instagram. And I was like, like excuse oh. me, excuse me, you're half naked and everyone's hooping and hollering over you and I'm not supposed to be jealous and you never mentioned me once or that you're not single. That's cool. But um, I don't know. I think it's just I don't think I think I'm not jealous. I think I just know things because every guy that I've dated, I have been cheated on except for one. So right. I'm like, I have every reason to be jealous and to not 
Like just because just for my past and how men talk or deal with me, like I have every reason to be jealous. So like I'm like right. I have that thing in my brain. But I mean, I think I think the craziest thing I did was I went on that Instagram and I was like, oh, look at my boyfriend. He's so fucking gorgeous. So glad so so glad he's sharing himself with you all. That is and hilarious. Then I, and then I and I put like 50 hearts and hit send. And he and then like literally 20 seconds later, he's like, why are you doing this? I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I did I ruin your parade? And your and your little attention, your little attention, Graham. He's like, I don't know why you have to be. I'm like, you don't know why I have to be like this. Yeah, he to, didn't know what to, to say. No, he didn't. So he tried to attack me as usual. And I was like, All right, let's go. That tends to be the natural reaction when someone gets caught in something is to it's never to apologize or try and talk through it or work it out. It's just like, oh, I can't believe Oh, I can't believe you would call me out on my bullshit. Oh, are you kidding me? And that's can't believe you called me out on my bullshit. You can't believe I called you out. Are you kidding me? Right. And that's the thing. I was like, the thing with jealousy is to me, it just feels like it's a whole big, like a whole big image thing. It's keeping up with the Joneses. I have to have that. I have to do this. And if I don't have it, I'm mad about it. Or when people, quote unquote, throw shade about bullshit, it's like, okay, you're just mad because you A, didn't think of this, do this or whatever before that person did. Like, get over yourself. Do better next time. You can, I mean, you can always tear down or attack someone that is is getting more successful in whatever area that you are, you're trying to to set out on. I mean, that's, yeah. that's why there's constantly so much attack on female gamers and female streamers. I mean, the whole, so all of the sexism aside and everything, I don't want to go too far down this, but guys immediately when, when a, there's a successful female streamer, they're just like, Oh, she's only got all of these followers or partners or subscribers, whatever, because she's a girl because she's got huge tits or whatever. Yeah. It can never be that she's personable and she's good at video games it just always has to go straight to you got your tits out and they don't they're like wearing a hoodie it's stupid uh but we're i mean being jealous of other people's you know their bodies their money their entire lives i mean that's those are some of the biggest things that that cause people's jealousies and people to to just start attacking them and a lot of things that happen in as you think about high school or mean girls or something Mm -hmm. a lot of times people pile on to someone else talking shit because they don't want to end up being a target and they don't necessarily want to attack you but they want to make sure that the spotlight's never put on them so they just feel like they have to pile on in order to to keep themselves from being a target what was the most jealous thing you did I don't. What'd you do? This scene, it's not. It's not. I'm, it's, I'm building it up like it was that crazy. Um, <laughs> I hope it's nuts. Number one, the, I used to have every password to everything a boyfriend was a part of early on. I mean, my first three years or so relationships, I obtained every like Facebook passwords, email passwords, MySpace. That was the thing at the time. I would get their phone passwords, go through their phones when they were in the shower, whatever. I, I would wow. go through everything. Okay. And again, it was all for reasons. There was cheating or suspecting cheating always came out that there had been cheating or I just led them to, to cheat. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I would go through oh my emails God. and uh-huh. find shit, you know, like one, one guy I found 
messages. He had gone to California and downloaded some app. I think it was called Looped at the time or something. Ooh. He was like putting messages out there for guys to come like meet up with him. He was with his family on vacation, but he was like Fine. trying to like get guys to come to wherever his family were, like whatever restaurant or whatever, and just meet guys. Um, I found Spicy. some sketchy Craigslist posts uh, like for meetups off at road stops off the highway. Mm. But I would I would go through and go through Facebook messages and MySpace messages and emails. And there was one I went through and deleted his entire MySpace account and Facebook account twice. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. You want to talk to other what? guys? You know what? I've had it officially. You're not talking right. to anybody. <laughs> you want to talk to other guys? Then you can start from the ground up and then good luck trying to find them again. Oh my God. Yeah. I would change their passwords. Um, I really, I really that, thought you were going to be like, I, I went into their MySpace and I just like changed, changed their whole entire music section. I was like, oh wow, crazy. Oh no, I deleted the entire account. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, no, I literally just burned everything. I just burned it to the ground. <laughs> because it I'm not, here to, to, I'm not so here to be easy. petty. I'm here to life ruin. Okay. Right. It used to okay. be easy because you could, okay, Facebook, for example, if you had their password to their email, you could just oh. go to Facebook and yeah. I forgot my password. They used to send your password to you. It wasn't a whole click here to reset your password. It would literally email your password to you. It was so easy to hack into everything. Well, then they figured out there are people like Adam who (laughs) delete an entire account or hack something and destroy it. So we got a little smarter about security. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Cause as soon, it used yeah, to be as soon so as got, easy. It used to be so easy. And as soon as you got one password, you could usually like guess the rest. Or if not, like I said, do that whole forgot my password. They would just email it right to you. I mean, it was nothing. I don't know. It was, it was a little crazy, I guess. It's a, it's a little crazy. It's a little I'm not crazy. Lie, like a little bit, a little bit, especially after it used to be easy to get passwords. Yeah, it's a little crazy. It did. It used to be easy. But again, it was all I had. Re- like, but I've grown. <laughs> I have grown. But I don't I don't blame you. You know me. Get, just give me a reason. Just give yeah. me a reason to act crazy and I fucking will. But when it comes to relationships, if you're finding yourself so profoundly preoccupied by like what your partner's doing, that's when you have a problem. When you're when you're literally spending all of your time diving into these dark holes and these spirals, just literally thinking about what is he doing? What is she doing? What are they doing? Well, you know, how can I find out what they're doing? Why are they doing it? Fuck the other person at that point. <laughs> that's not that's not healthy for you yeah. to just be like sitting around. Go do something with your life. Like because they're literally at that truck stop. Right. They're literally doing something with their life. Just <laughs> or someone. <laughs> go, right. They're on their knees, ah. choking on some trucker. Like go get a coffee. Like, move on. <laughs> yeah. right. Go choke on that hot coffee instead. It's it's when we find ourselves like so emotionally dependent on someone that that it really can start to cause these problems. And there's nothing wrong with being with leaning on a partner and having someone that you you care and trust. That's great. That's that's growth, whatever. Uh, But it's it's like the what I said a few episodes back. I want someone who who can say that they can live without me, but they don't want to. Yeah. That's the same uh, line of thought to me. I want someone who's not emotionally dependent on me, but they want me to be there. You know, they want to rely on me or ask me, ask my opinion, ask my input on things, but they're not reliant on it. We can let our brains just run away and and just get so down this 
dark spiral, uh, mm. finding ourselves like pages deep in our partner's email and fumbling <laughs> through their social media accounts. Uh, that's the point where you're just like, oh my God, who am I anymore? Like, like I said, <laughs> give me a reason to act crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just need one. Just like, literally just need the slightest bit and I'm ready to pop off. Uh, jealousy often stems from a combination of self-esteem issues and insecurities combined with possessiveness. That's a lot of the moments in my past where I was finding that I would just get through this whole, you know, like possessiveness mentality. I also had a ton of self-esteem issues. Not that I don't have any anymore, but the, the biggest like issues with jealousy that I had was at a point in time where I had so many issues with myself as a person, emotionally, body image, all of those things, and was trying to be in a relationship at the same time. I had so much work to do on myself and was ended up, you know, taking all of that out on a partner because I'm just so insecure that it's going to be so easy for someone else to take them from me. And that's a, that's a hole that's hard to pull yourself out of. You can't do that when you're, when you're so worried about someone else leaving you or someone taking them from you, you can't even focus on fixing yourself at that point. No, I agree. I, like I said, like, I think the jealousy part of me is a very possessive part of me. Like I like my things mm -hmm. and my things are my things. I think I've said it before. Right. I don't like to share. I don't share well is what I should say. <laughs> like I'll eventually share. I just don't share well. But um, right. well, that, that's why I don't get I don't think I get as possessive in relationships anymore or I did or I don't. I don't know. Jealousy is just weird. It's a weird topic for me because, like I said, all the boyfriends I've had just a bunch of cheating hoes. I was like, all right, great. I really know how to pick them. They're awesome. <laughs> I, keep, I keep picking the best boys, I guess. So like, it's like having all that stuff and like even the past ones, it was just like, LOL, I cheated. I'm sorry. And I'm like, mm -hmm, you're going to be sorry. Question mark. And I was like, you're going to be sorry because bye. And like, the, right. like the thing is, I think I also don't get jealous because <laughs> if I'm dating, I, I guess this goes into what's the craziest thing you've ever done. I think it's the craziest things that I'll still do is like I'll make friends with. If, even if it's a friendship or a relationship, whatever, I will somehow worm my way into your life and I'll make friends with everyone <laughs> and I'll like be a part of it. But then if you, you know, fuck me over, I you've like like you've given Adam all your passwords, you've given me all the keys to your life and I will destroy them. Mm -hmm. And I will tear down and take what I can. And, and so so it, I guess it just also depends on like what level you make me mad. So like if it's right. cheating, I'm going to burn it down. I'm going to burn every part of yeah. your life down and I don't care. Yeah. So I guess I guess that's my like jealous mentality is I know I say that I like send it off, but like we'll still we can still have friendly exchanges if we see each other or not. And I'm just like, it's just you. That's the problem now. For me, I have nothing left to lose now. I used to feel retaliation like I would go into retaliation mode yeah. when I would feel wronged or burned or scorned or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm definitely not at that place anymore. And I don't know if it's because I'm tired <laughs> I'm just or tired. I just don't give a shit because <laughs> um, I used to I used to feel the same way if I was being cheated on or being wronged. All I wanted to do was was burn your house down with your family in it. Yeah. And <laughs> and now I'm just like, I don't have time. If, if you're going to run around and, and fuck everyone else, then just like go, keep going and we'll, we'll just be done. Warmest regards. Being a teacher, like I think it's really helped me too. like 
seeing children act the way that adults do. So like now mm-hmm. I can easily get through these emotions and be like, okay, you don't, you don't, you don't need to be, you don't need to be like your kids who are going to like, who got their Lego taken and they're going to parkour off this wall and kick that kid in the face. Like you don't need to kick them in the face. That's okay. <laughs> you don't need to kick them in the face. It's going to be all right. <laughs> so, parkour off the wall, kick him in the face. They do. And so I was like, okay, you don't need to be like that. Like just take a breath and move on. I think I've gotten better. And like, like now that we've been like doing the podcast and like, Talking to my friends and stuff, I feel like I'm becoming a better person. Who would have thought this little shit show would make me a better person? I don't know. <laughs> Never would have dreamed. Don't like the word shit show, I mean, but okay. I, have you seen us? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think I've seen my past and, like, what i become of it. And I think in the past year or two, I've literally, like, looked at myself and been like, hey, you're way better than this. Like, don't fucking feed into it anymore. Like, I think, like, one of my first, like, crushes that I had right out of high school, like, really fucked me up. Cause like we were heading in the, into the vein of relationship and then heterosexuality popped up and like ruined everything as it always does. And so then I, I was really vengeful back then. I was really vengeful. I didn't care because those people were so mean to me after and tried to take, and I think that's why I got so possessive because they tried to take my, my best friends away from me and like ruin everything we had like those past years. And then I, and I think that's when I was like, I like snapped and I was like, no, I'm not going to let you do that. And then I, I think that's when I finally learned right. like what pull I have in things and the way that I am and the way that people see me so that I just fucking own that. And I fucking fought back real hard. And I think that's what turned me into a cold bitch for so long. And so now we're becoming like mm-hmm. less of a cold bitch. We're more like frigid, if you will, not as cold. Like room temperature. No, not even. We're a little colder than that. Let's not, let's not, let's not give me too much credit. <laughs> like a soft serve ice cream. Yeah. Ooh, tasty. Like, like that, like that $1 McDonald's <laughs> cone. That's where we're at. There you go. I'm cheap. I'm cheap and easy. Let's do it. the old freezer burnt haagen oh, in the back oh, of your freezer. Oh, no. Are those, are those like Klondikes you like forget about? No. <laughs> no. You don't, you don't forget about this one. But yeah, no, I, I feel like I've changed a lot in my possessive and jealousy ways. And like I and like you said, you're self-aware. Right. Like I be I'm becoming more self-aware because I had that moment where I was like, hey, you know how you know who you are, what you can do, and how people perceive you. And it didn't help that all my teachers in college were like, You're a natural born leader. And I was like, please don't tell me I'm care I'm a charismatic leader that can take over the world if I wanted to. That's gonna go straight to my head. Yeah, putting the focus on like professional situation for a minute. If you've if you've got a coworker who's and this is a situation I find myself in a lot. Mm-hmm a coworker who's getting praise and recognition over you that can like a lot of times cause us another jealousy and anxiety and often hostility towards Uh-oh. that coworker. Uh-oh. Um, you know, which a lot of us go straight to, to being bitchy to some coworker that is getting more praise or doing better than you. Who, who but, did you stab with your crayons? <laughs> <laughs> just sharpen this crayon into a shank real quick. <laughs> I'm just going to see, you, just, you, down, see him, like, you see like stand up from his desk and just like yeet, yeet a whole Crayola box. Just like straight at someone else's <laughs> cubicle like shit. <laughs> Fuck off. Did you just say yeet a whole Crayola box? I sure did. <laughs> Are you sure fucking did? Just stand up and yeet right, oh. right at that, right, right at Brenda's head. She's. I done. just like that you think I have Crayolas on my desk. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I can't afford Crayolas. I got rose art because I do. <laughs> I got oh fucking rose art. No, no. they don't even color. <laughs> well, see, that's but, what you use for um, the shanks thing because it's cheap shit. 
Oh, you're right. See? Shit. Uh, but it's 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 easier just to turn that Ow. all of those feelings into motivation to do better and just kick their ass. Yeah. Uh, so, which is usually what I try and do if I see someone getting praise that I think I deserve that I want. <laughs> it just lights a fire under my ass, Good. and I start working harder and doing better. I wish I felt like that at work, but we're always the top, the top, top tier. So. Sorry. Well, there you go. <laughs> Just rest on your laurels. Literally. Well, that's the thing. And but we've seen people get jealous at us because there was a time where our bosses decided to do room of the month, which I know is going to go into your next point of there mm-hmm. should be healthy, healthy, like there's a healthy amount of jealousy. Um, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but there was one specific team that wanted that title so fucking bad. And so they were trying to like work at it but they were also not doing great but they were trying so hard right but then our my team is the thing is like we do we do great things but we also don't follow the rules like it's 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 weird but apparently there was a rubric and apparently we like blew it at doesn't follow the whole school's uh themes for units doesn't wear their uniforms and and just doesn't just doesn't care about whatever they're like trying to do to make it seem quote-unquote cohesive because again it's three people that are like no i want to stand out like we're gonna we're gonna do good things based on my kids not what you want to do so Mm. we end up winning it (laughs) one month and the three of us looked at each other and went what and so none of us knew and that team looked at us they were like are you kidding me and i was like excuse me (laughs) we've been working really hard we might we might not follow all the shitty rules that are here but like (laughs) We are we are doing our best. How dare you? We've always been great. We have we have one of the like highest like um, happy ratings. Right. I can't think of the word right now. So happy ratings, happy ratings. It is. <laughs> uh, so I was like, how? T- so I was like, how dare you? How dare you? So I went out with a friend who I've known for a couple years now. He was like, hey, I'm in Chicago for a few days. Do you want to do you want to come hang out? I was like, oh yeah, sure. And so then he's like, hey, do you mind if people I came with come? I was like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. So he brings four other people with. There's this one guy. He <laughs> he was really mean to me, and I didn't know why. Found out later, this guy is not really good friends with them. So he kind of just like tagged along because he kind of knew somebody, and they were like, oh, come to New Year's. like It'll be fun. So right. <laughs> what I didn't know is that guy had messaged my friend and said, and I guess the first message he came in hot and was like, hey, do you want to like fuck? Oh. And so my friend was like, uh, no, because he's not really into him. So I didn't understand where all this hostility was coming from. And it was because I hugged him and because my friend was giving me attention and talking to me all night. And so then we were leaving and me and my friend were going to go out after. <laughs> and so I said goodbye to everyone. Everyone like gave me a hug. Then I got to that guy and I went, I was like, oh, it was very nice to meet you. And I went to shake his hand and he like turns away from me and like, there's me. Goes, <gasps> yeah. He just goes, yeah. And walks out. And I was like, wow. Oh. And then my friend saw that. He's like, all right. So I get it. You're right. He is a little jealous. He's, mm-hmm. like, he's like, I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, you fucker. I was like, if you, if you go back and have sex with him, I'd be so mad. Defend my honor. I mean, it seems obvious to me at its core, you know, jealousy, jealousy in relationships. It all stems from trust issues. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I, I, I think that there's a, a healthy amount of jealousy that can be in a relationship. Uh, there is such a thing as being too comfortable with your partner because you can just, you can end up making each other just feel, it, you get into that 
content, boring situation, stale situation. And, you know, you'll start to feel like, you know, one of you doesn't care or whatever. So yeah. there's there is there is a good amount of jealousy that can be in a relationship that can keep it alive, can keep you guys like interested in each other. We should always want to like push each other. Like, right. We've been saying this for so long. I was like, that's why I said I want you to compliment me. Like, if you're doing good, I want to do good, too. Like, you should be supporting again, support each other and also lift each other up. Like, that's why you're in this right. together. And if you you know, if there's something that you need in a relationship, like reassurance from your partner, I think it's 100 percent OK to ask for something like that. And if it's if it's something if there's something that isn't working, it's, it's all again, like the trust issues part that I was saying, it's all comes back to communication and just being able to be honest and open with a partner. But on that note, I think that uh, we're done with today's episode. We're done, though. That's it. We did it. <laughs> you have nothing else to add? No, I don't. Except I guess I should say sorry. I haven't been keeping up with um, MK queries. <laughs> I'm going to oh. start. I'm going to start again this week. I promise this week for sure. We've just been like we've been sick. There's been holidays. My birthday. It was just a whole lot has been happening and I've been not well not well bitch well even out but i did update the playlist last week with my favorite song alcohol by the millionaires i don't know how many of you were seen kids back in the day but uh, I, think, I think there's literally a line like that goes girls talk shit we don't care we'll we'll take off our underwear ah oh my gosh legendary well you can yeah you can find the playlists from the facebook at perfectly incapable podcast Ooh, uh, the instagram as well follow us at the same at perfectly incapable podcast you can DM us on either of those accounts, uh, ask us any questions or shoot us an email. Hello at perfectlyincapable.com. And wherever you guys are listening, please remember to follow, rate, subscribe, review. We really appreciate that. Tell, tell your friends to give us a listen. Put it in your Instagram stories. And tweet at us at at perfect podcast. <laughs> yeah, tweet at us. But yeah. Uh, thanks again for listening, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>